Thank you for tuning in to the Eli the Restorer podcast. Visit Eli online at elitherestorer.com. There you can access more knowledge, including premium access to Eli's archive podcast of more than 450 episodes. You can also purchase and schedule a wide range of personalized spiritual healing and guidance services, including shamanic soul retrievals, shamanic divination journeys, shamanic depossessions, shamanic counseling, as well as traditional counseling and psychotherapy. You can also dig into Eli's on-demand video training, including a 10-class male mentoring seminar. Again, find it all at elitherestorer.com. Now, here's Eli. Hola! Welcome to the Eli website. How are you guys today? Happy Saturday. We're finally getting winter here in northwest Indiana. It's what, January 13th? I, we, we've been in an extended fall, and I've missed the snow, so we've got a pop, popping today and lots of wind. So today I want to talk to you guys about a shamanic technique called depossession or psychopomp. In most spiritual traditions, everybody knows that dead don't always cross over. For different reasons. People don't know. They're afraid. They get stuck in this reality. But if you guys have ever seen the movie The Sixth Sense, you'll get a good idea when Bruce Willis looked as real as I do, but he really wasn't here. But that little boy could see the dead people. And I've got a dear friend that sees dead people everywhere. Her third eye is so open. She had this going on since she was a little girl. And I use her to see if somebody's carrying around an entity, a disembodied spirit. So in shamanism, we know that there's no evil. We don't talk about evil. These are just lost souls that got stuck here and you became susceptible for some reason and depression, drug abuse, living in a lot of high emotional states like rage or fear in that can make our fields more susceptible for these disembodied spirits to come in and live with us. And I've done probably, since I learned this back in the late 90s, I've probably done easily 1,500 depossessions. And sometimes people have one, sometimes they have four. Uh, my record just went up recently uh, for the most I've ever had to clear out for somebody. And it's not me doing it, per se. I'm good at talking to them, loving them, having compassion for them, because I don't see them as evil. I see them as lost souls that didn't know how to cross over when the time came upon their death, and they just got stuck here. Well, think about how horrible that would be. You know, you don't know how to get out of here, you don't have a physical body. You're just walking around, you know, like a zombie. Nobody can see you, talk to you. Imagine how lonely they get. So there's different ways to see if somebody's possessed. Uh, like I said, my friend who sees dead people, she is able to see my grandma Ethel, who died before I was born. And lo and behold, Ethel showed up in my office once when this lady and I were talking. 
and she described her in that. So when somebody wants to know if they're carrying around a spirit entity, I just talk to my friend and she checks with Grandma Ethel because Ethel's in the spiritual realm. She knows these things. Another way to do it is what we call applied kinesiology, muscle testing. Uh, my brother Tim and I have done that for years uh, to test it. And that's another valuable way to see if somebody's picked up something. Um, pendulums you can use, but I'm not a big fan of pen pendulums for decision making like this. And maybe it's because I haven't been trained properly, but I know people that use them and they get different answers. But I just want to say there's different ways to know somebody's possessed. The easiest way to know is to know you're not yourself. Now, when they come in, they don't ask permission, and that's why it's kind of against cosmic law. But again, they're lonely, they're lost. I always ask them when I do a depossession, what attracted you to this person? Why did you want to live with them? And they'll always tell me something. I liked them, they were sweet, I wanted to protect them different reasons like that. And then they stay with them until our body dies. And I always tell them that, you know, when the person dies, you're going to get kicked out. Now, occasionally they'll tell me they've been in several bodies. Once one dies, another, you know, they can find somebody else to live with. And they'll do that forever until they find the exit out. So how do they affect us? They can change our mood. They can change our behavior. Remember, they're trying to live their life through your life. And that's crazy because it's not their life. So though, I had a lady once, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, she was a little heavy set because she ate French fries two or three times a day. And she didn't know why. She just started eating French fries. Well, she had a 10-year-old boy in her who loved French fries. So he kept seducing her into ordering french fries. So we helped him cross over. And then I saw her <coughs> about two months later, and she had already lost about 20 pounds. She said, I hardly eat french fries anymore. <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little hairball today. So they affect us in different ways, but they suck our energy. They're not good for us. You don't want them in there, okay? Because they drain your energy and because of that you're not as sparky as you need to be so wise and they don't leave unless we know they're there because they're, they're at home <clears throat> and I've had opposite gender possessions which is really bizarre so if I get possessed and I've never been possessed grandma Ethel has been protecting my brother and I for a long time <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I apologize for this throat thing. Get some water over here. I wish I had it. But however they're in there, you know, they come in uh, through your field, okay? They're not in your body, literally. <clears throat> they're locked into your energy field. And once they're in there, they ain't leaving. So I ask them a lot of questions, why you came in, how they died, usually they know it. And here's the weird thing, and I'll tell you another quick story. One of my mom's friend's granddaughters came in once, she was carrying an entity. And this young girl could not drink water, okay? She just couldn't drink water. She could drink coffee, pop, other things, but not water. Well, guess what? 
<clears throat> the person that was living in her died of a drowning. And so when she would drink water, the person would freak out. Isn't that weird? And, the, and I've got, you know, lots of stories I could tell you guys today, but I don't want to spend time doing that, of how, how they start to affect us. Now, there's mild, moderate, or severe possession, depending on who they are, what they bring in. I had a friend in uh, San Francisco I w would go to visit, and she was carrying somebody. He was a mafia person. And this guy was giving her some really ugly thoughts. <clears throat> she would have dreams about murdering people, and they can affect your dreams too, because their consciousness is part of your consciousness. And once he was gone, it all stopped. And that's why I believe in this so much. You know, in Judaism, we call them the books. Uh, Jesus called them the unclean spirits. Uh, shamans know that people can come into our energy field. They call them attachments. Or we extract them. There's extraction techniques. But the coolest way that I've learned to do it is when I sit down, I call in Archangel Michael and my grandma Ethel. Now, Archangel Michael clears them out if they don't want to go because he's here to clear out the gunk here. Uh, that's one of his functions in that. I call in the white light, the orb, the vortex, whatever you want to call it. I always ask the spirit, can they see it? And they talk through the client. So you're basically channeling the spirit that's within you. And when I tell people I'm going to ask them to channel, they all freak out like, no, I can't do that. I don't know how to do it. 99% of the time, I would say, people are able to pull this off. And it's amazing how it works. It's really cool. And they always say goodbye to the person they've been possessed. They apologize in that. And then we help them. Archangel Michael helps guide them to the light. And there's usually somebody waiting for them there, especially a family member. And if not, Michael just takes them in. I seal up the back of the neck. The guy that taught me this, a guy named Myron many years ago, <clears throat> said, if you feel the back of the neck, the occipital area, you can feel an opening. Or if you're visual, which I am not, you can see like a black line back there. Uh, that shouldn't be there. That For some reason, they like to come through the occipital area, and that's how they enter into our field. And so I seal that up at the, at the end of the work, and then almost never do they come back and repossessed. Now, <clears throat> it, you can get repossessed if you're depressed, if you're using drugs or alcohol. Anything that lowers your vibration makes us susceptible to a possession. And I'm going to give you an amazing number right now. I've kept statistics for years uh, on how many people asked if they were possessed and how many yeses I got. My number is 78. 77.83, something like that. So we'll round it off 78. I've read where some people say it's 100%. I never was, so I don't believe in that one. But think of how many people have passed away on this planet and got stuck here. So just something to think about. So on our website, we're going to be able to do these long distance. I've done them all over the country, other countries, um, shamanically speaking. And through the Internet, that we'll be able to talk. I'll have you sitting there and I'll talk to your spirit. I'll call in Michael and Ethel. So whoever you use, they can be there to support you. And then when it's time 
they'll they'll leave. Usually the reason they don't leave, especially kids if they're young, they're scared, or people that have beliefs about hell, especially if there's been a suicide in that, they're afraid to go. And that's why I use Archangel Michael. I have them talk to him. So, but I just wanted to give you guys a little foundation for depossessions. I haven't talked about this for a while. And if anybody's interested, we can find out if you're carrying any entities and then we can set up an appointment to clear it out. So be ready, be yourself here. You know, I'll tell you guys something that I really suspect. <clears throat> My brother and I work a lot with addictions and so often people have trouble staying sober, staying clean in that. And I've got a hunch that because of their lifestyle, other addicts came into them, dead addicts, of course, and so now I want to get sober, but the two people living with me don't want me to be sober. They enjoy the lifestyle. So I've got a suspicion that a lot of times why people relapse over and over is because you haven't cleared out the entities. Just putting it out there. All right, so listen, thanks for following the Eli website. We're all excited about launching this, getting it out there to you guys. And we have many modalities and different things we can talk about and help you guys with. So feel free to reach out and we'll go from there. Have a good day and enjoy football this weekend if you're a football fan. And I'll talk to you guys real soon. Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to the Eli the Restorer podcast. Make sure to visit Eli online at elitherestorer.com to follow along with all of Eli's latest posts and news. You can also get in touch via the links on the contact page. Thank you and keep breaking the illusion.